Bam, we're live. What kind of cereal is that, John? Hey, uh, thank you, Mike Halpin, for the uh, beautiful spreadsheet this morning. Um, Brian was just raving to us about it. Thank you. Uh, it will be a, a nice improvement from yesterday's show. Not that there was anything wrong with uh, yesterday's show. I do want to uh, thank the uh, sponsors, uh, California Hormones. If you're interested in uh, seeing how that works, uh, Andrew Hiller at Hiller Fit has a series. It's called Testosterone Tuesday. Go ahead and check it out, and you can follow his uh, journey with uh, testosterone re- replacement therapy. And then we have a bunch of people who come on the show regularly now. Um, Kat Shear, Gary Roberts, uh, uh, Philip Kelly, who uh, will also be talking about um, their journey and we'll be adding more to that uh, story. So there'll be people in, in our community who you can talk to and ask about it. And there's a bunch of other people in the comments. Um, if you look uh, closely in the chat, you'll see they are also uh, have taken that journey and they can answer any questions for you. And then, of course, if you need to get wired every morning and you are addicted to caffeine, the place to go is Paper Street Coffee. Code word Sevon for 15% off, at least I think. And, uh, hey, John, what, what time do you eat? When you eat at night, what's the last time you eat? Um, falls, asleep with a, falls asleep with a protein bar in his mouth. Probably, probably yeah. like seven. And then, um, when, the what time do you go to? Go ahead. Sorry. Last night, I, I will drink like a little Fairlife protein around like nine. And Brian, what's what's the last time you eat at night? Mm, probably within an hour of going to sleep, maybe. I eat a lot of my calories uh, after six p.m. Uh, Caleb, five p.m. And then what time do you go to bed? Eleven. You wow, wow! Have you lost weight since you've been over there? I don't know if I've lost weight, but I'm definitely. Strong and muscly, I guess. Uh, body, <laughs> bo- so bo- your body composition has changed. Yeah, I think so. I was watching a Thomas Delore video, and he was giving, and you know, he's just shredded. I mean, just crazy shredded. And he gave like these fifteen pointers of things, or twelve pointers of things he does. And I always like, I have no problem sitting down at nine p.m. at night and eating two thousand calories, like a bucket of cottage cheese, a chunk of chicken, and like two sweet potatoes. And so yesterday was the first time I didn't eat after 6 p.m. and as far back as I can remember. And I woke up this morning and I'm already like a totally different person. One day of not like you're hungry. I, I was a little hungry when I went to bed, but w- whatever. I woke up and I wasn't hungry. I think I'm going to start doing that. Just not stop eating after like 6 or 7. I always wake up hungry. Oh, you yeah. actually wake up hungry? Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> I think in general when it comes to nutrition – Try it, try things out, but try things out for, uh, you know, a, a couple of weeks to a couple of months at a time and see how you, you react one day. But I want to see consistency over time and not every, I don't think everything is going to work the same for every person. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't eat breakfast ever. I am. Um, I always do my first session and then my first time I eat is like at 11 and then I will eat a lot um, after 11. Uh, can you? Can you eat ass after 6 p.m. if That's you want? That's a terrible if, question. Any time of day, Philip, go for it. If, if you want pink eye, if you want pink eye, I um. Oh shoot! I meant to tell you something off the air. Remind me to tell you. It's, it's no, it's no big deal, Brian. But I just wanted to tell you uh, someone I reached out to. It was un, 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 untraditional. Oh look, Jason Hopper commented on your Instagram account. I know it was so. Th- it was so thorough and thoughtful. 
I thought Jason Hopper was actually dead because he doesn't because re- he hasn't re- returned a text message in six months. Yeah, there it is. Wise words. Uh, where did you put his? Oh, fifth. Oh, come on, that's come on, man. That's not come on. Hey, you know I have Jay Crouch and Dallin Pepper, the, maybe two of the most difficult people I've ever interviewed. Uh, coming on back to back tomorrow please please come on but for that one you invited them both and i'll be uh flying in the air to miami so it's gonna be difficult to make i really like both those guys though a lot a lot like dudes like you'd have date your sister uh i'm looking through the comments uh some guy named andreas cobart trainer i will prove you wrong brian friend hey click on the replies on hopper's comment to get me Oh, okay. Uh, Jason, yes. Uh, hide replies, view replies. Uh, I got y'all. Oh, good. You're a good dude, John. For that, for for Andreas? Yeah, yeah. Basically, Jason Hopper. Hopper put, come on, dude. Oh. He didn't like Brian putting them in fifth place. And then uh, John Young says, I got y'all. No, Jason y'all. Hopper better be careful. Otherwise, I'm going to just spoil the ending of Harry Potter for him. He's reading. reading. It's probably very difficult to not. um, It's amazing that he doesn't know anything. It's actually great to like see him experiencing it for the first time. I would never do that. And uh, Jason, just show me, man. Just show me. I can relate to not knowing anything, Jason. Okay, uh, we are this Thursday and Friday at uh, Wadapalooza 2023. The individuals will take the field. If you want to see our predictions, uh, go watch yesterday morning show. And then today is the uh, most exciting of the shows, I believe, uh, and, and the most exciting event, uh, team event in the history of the CrossFit you know, ecosystem. Which okay, will let's be... start a counter on that. How many times will we say that over the next five days? Very exciting. <laughs> Uh, it will be uh, Saturday and Sunday, and you will see the greatest cast of characters ever in uh, CrossFit competition uh, take the field, take the floor at uh, Wadapalooza in Miami. Uh, we You can get coverage at uh, the Wadapalooza YouTube station, and anytime their feed is not live, you should come back over here because we will be live, and we will have can- uh, cameras wandering around with the uh, best access we've ever had to any uh, event. Uh, hopefully, it'll be like Zelos level, and so you'll be able to see the athletes, talk to the athletes, uh, get insights. Uh, last year, we were able to glean some pretty amazing uh, stuff. If they do have a rain out, we will also sneak onto the venue like we did last year, and uh, it's going to be a good time. Weather's looking good, though. Weather's looking good. That, that hurts. That it hurts. always says that. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Mr. Friend, uh, would you and Mr. Young? Would you? Uh, and that's John Young over there with uh, a tray shirt on. Like ashtray, pray. Oh, pray, pray. Pray and lift heavy. Pray and lift heavy. Um, pray is when you put your hands together and you put your you look uh, you glance your eyes up towards the heavens. You guys know what the rest of that stuff means. And then the OG shirt is uh, Brian Friend from Barbend, and then our friend who is coming to the uh, end of his equity experiment, uh, Caleb uh, Beaver, Ant Man. What the fuck is Ant Man? Uh, Sevon, we need a normal uh, interview on Brian Friend. I think we got it scheduled, or or we're close to getting it scheduled. We are. We are going to uh, dig deep into the mind of Brian Friend, hopefully in January or February, find out what makes him uh, tick. Okay. 
no one prays to the devil. What are you talking about? That's like, that's no one does that. No one does that. Okay. He meant, maybe he meant to put press at the end. Pray to the devil press. Oh, he probably did. I call it a Jesus swing. But okay. <laughs> I hope these go up. <laughs> oh, John Young is Ant Man. Isn't Ant Man um, uh, was played by who's the bald guy who sells Paul energy Rudd drinks? Ant Man. Who does? Paul Rudd. Oh, I thought it was um, The Rock. No, uh, we we have flooding in my town, but not at my house. It's crazy over here. It's pretty cool. All sorts of shit. Unless you own a small business, then you're fucked. Uh, is there a uh, deadline for substitutes? What if some someone individual gets injured ahead of team comp? Uh, they still have time? Guadalupe usually makes a lot of effort to be accommodating to the athletes in situations like that. I would expect them to do the same. Well, obviously, when we're doing these preview shows, predictions, any kind of things along those lines, for Guadalupe, we're aware of the fact that there can be changes to the roster pretty late in the game. So um, not really a deadline necessarily there. If that's the case, I think I think based on Wadapalooza's history that they'd be accommodating to try to find someone who can fill in if they still want to compete. Yeah, very accommodating, right? It's that it's kind of it's it's a endearing part of this competition that they make sure that all the athletes. I mean, want they to they do that to their own detriment. It's you know when you're planning an event that big, having roster changes, additions to the uh, the elite lineups late in the day is put stress on the competition organizers, teams, planners, but they are prioritizing the athletes there. And that's what they've always communicated that their intent is to do. So it's very much in line with their nature. Uh, yesterday, Kyle Landis, uh, yesterday we did get confirmation from two of the athletes on that team that they will be competing and that the team is uh, Spencer Scott Panchik and uh, Jacob Hepner. So that's pretty darn cool. That'll be cool to see Jacob Hepner uh, back on the floor. Uh, going back to what Brian was just saying, Brian in yesterday's show uh, let us know that in 2018, the day before the individual started, Catherine uh, David's daughter entered the individual comp and won it. And I, I am expecting something similar to happen this year since there's $75,000 on the line. And uh, not that the athletes in the women's division aren't great, but we can, uh, I think, the, the two boys above me here can easily name off 10 people who could come in and win it and take that $75,000 home and get a new uh, Toyota Sienna with a little pocket change. To that's spare. it. Yeah, that's the, that's the car all the athletes have been talking about. So. Probably, probably like 50, 60 grand. You could, you could pay it off uh, after taxes. So it's, it's a nice ride. Okay. Uh, oh, here we go. Is Hepner's? Oh, great question. Uh, Devesh Maharaj, the oh. hammer. Uh, early, we were doing a show and we had uh, um, Spencer on. And Spencer said that they were looking for a teammate. And Brian said, text me after the show. Was Jacob Hepner the guy that you referred to the team? No, it was uh, Moritz Fiebeck. And, um, you know, I knew he had been looking for a team. And uh, he ended up finding one, so I'm I'm happy for him. But his team will, uh, Moritz's team will get to later on. But he's going to be with Fabian Benito and Tristan Leclerc of Pro and Montreal's games team. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Sevon is used to two men above him. I don't know if I like that. Uh, the the barbell spin. Uh, yes, it's seventy. Thank you, uh, Mr. Spin. Uh, it is seventy five thousand dollars for first place, thirty five thousand dollars for second place, twenty five thousand dollars for third place, and tenth place gets ten thousand dollars 
Uh, is there an Orange Theory podcast? <laughs> no, there's not even a CrossFit podcast. Why the hell the hell could there be an Orange Theory podcast? It, is there, is there J- Jacob, is there, Caleb, is there a uh, Orange Theory podcast? Sounds like good uh, fodder for Hiller to make a video. Okay. I was only told that I could do shenanigans for five minutes uh, this morning because Brian is on a tight schedule. I'm already 12 minutes into my shenanigans. As soon as Caleb's done uh, finding the Orange Theory podcast, we will start with the women's teams. Like I said, they'll take the floor Thursday. Um, Let me see how many teams there are. As of now, there are four. Oh, so they got the full rosters full for the teams. The individuals, uh, the women only had 38 and the men had 39. But the teams look packed, 40 and 40. God, that's a lot of people. And they take the floor Saturday, correct, Brian? Teams are Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, and these are, I mean, this is a big field. Like It is, yeah. Uh, Brian, will there be cuts also uh, for the teams as as the individuals? I believe so. Okay. I, th- I think that it will just be before the final. Um, I don't have the names of the teams. Oh, no. Uh, oh, we do. Team name. There it is. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't recognize any of these uh, names. Why does it go to 43? That's the number of teams that are registered. Oh, okay. Okay, my bet. Oh, what was the max amount they were going to allow? There isn't one. God, I think that for planning, for planning purposes, it's a lot easier if they can get down to 40. But they're, um, like I said, they're uh, very accommodating for the athletes, and they're not going to say, oh, it's too many, so you can't come. So when you say uh, better for 40, meaning if there's five lanes, they could do eight heats. If there's eight lanes, there they are could do tw- five heats. Yeah, there's... On Flagler, there are 20 lanes if you go, you know, the long way. And so if you have more than 40, you have to do a third heat. Now, it does create a little bit less uh, congestion per heat, but obviously it takes, uh, you know, 33% more time to do that third heat. Um, why do they call it Flagler? How do they name the – is that just arbitrary to what Wadapalooza chose, or does that um, have some correlation to the locations actually in the park there that's on the water? I'm not a hundred percent on a flagler or, um, but like Bayside, for example, is referenced to Bay Bayfront park where the event takes place and it's right on the shore of the bay. So it's called Bayside stage. It's on flagler street. Oh, okay. Street. There you go. Uh, Heidi, I, I, it's, it's not that we can't, I just don't, uh, I, I, you're right. Last year we did also stream during some of the, um, events. I think it was, we didn't, did we do that for any of the main heats? I don't remember. We got to get together and figure that out. But I don't think they have a problem with us streaming during their uh, event either. People can keep both windows open. They can keep the uh, window open for Wadapalooza's YouTube page and our YouTube page. You can kind of get multiple angles. Uh, RB, really cool seeing you guys all come together last night for the draft. You wouldn't see it anywhere else. I agree. And thank you. That was fun. Okay, uh, Brian, um, I guess you can just go ahead and stop me. I just say, Caleb, start scrolling until I see something, you see something, or John sees something uh, we want to talk about. There's 43 teams. Uh, we're starting with the women. and uh, Yeah, so just, just once again, so that, you know, in case anyone's unaware, there were 20, 20 teams, I believe, that were able to come through the qualifier. Or maybe it was even more than that. Um, but more than half the teams are through the online qualifier. 
And then the rest of the teams met some kind of criteria to pre-qualify for this competition. So you got a blend of teams that were put together and assembled based on achievements in their career already. And then about two thirds of the field that made their way into this competition by doing the online qualifying. Uh, probably the grossest comment I've ever seen in, in is, uh, uh, Kate says, that's my gym baby. I think a comma would have gone a long way there. And then, uh, and then Trish has to follow up. I had a gym baby once broke the plumbing. God, that's disgusting. My God. Oh my God. There's no way Trish is a woman. There is no way. Right. Someone, someone back me up on that. I agree. Could be hiding. Uh, okay. Uh, what, what, what's this number mean on the side? This difference zero, negative one, one, zero. <clears throat> so if you look on the left, far left column, you'll see my ranking in the case of this team. I had him 41. John had him 42. And so the difference is John's ranking relative to mine. So he had him ranked one spot lower than me. The team below, he had one spot higher. But at this point, a leaderboard, I mean, that's almost negligible. These are the teams that, uh, and like we said yesterday with individuals, simply getting into this competition is impressive, but because you do have 40 plus teams competing and we know the caliber of some of the top teams, there's going to be a big discrepancy still in terms of ability. So these are the teams we don't know a ton about. Um, incredible accomplishment to make it there. And there is likely going to be some team that we have 30 or lower that will do a lot better than that. We just don't know who it is. Uh we will make a, a quick uh, divergence back to individuals. Nick Matthews is top two strongest dudes in the field. Yanikoski is top two most aerobic dudes in the field. Brian has them finishing 400th place. Should be reconsidered. Well, I think, uh, yikes, Jordan Vance. Uh, Katie, uh, is Olivia Kerstetter the athlete who's competed at Wadapalooza the most? No, oh, great question. No, no? by okay. far. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Question answered. Well, good job, Mr. Spin. Uh, uh, Olsen has been competing since the first Wadapalooza in 2012. Uh, there's a lot of flagglers in Florida. He was one of the main founders. Well, here we go. We're getting all sorts of uh, information. Might be interesting to see the uh, wiki there. Uh, Trish, I'm a 65-year-old retired attorney who is now working as a realtor in retirement. My husband, Ron, and I have been doing... There is no way... If you are a 65-year-old woman, you are the funniest 65-year-old woman who's ever walked the planet. Holy shit. And you have a mind of a seven-year-old boy. <laughs> and I mean that with peace and love and envy. And he knows Dude, uh, because he has uh, basically three seven-year-old boys. Yeah, I have a mind of a 10-year-old boy. If I could just ratchet it down uh, three years, it would be a little cleaner. We had a 62-year-old climb a rope for the first time today at the gym. Oh, wow. Super proud of her. Uh, not not like an eight foot rope or anything. No, fifteen feet, touched to the top, first wow. time ever. Wow, crazy! Hey, were you scared? I mean, I was down like there, nervous. Maybe to catch her. Yeah, you were yeah. okay. Good, yeah, yeah. you're a good dude. You are a good uh, dude, uh, Corey. Uh, God, I have to stop reading these comments. Uh, Corey, CrossFit Corey. God damn, everyone can be a realtor these days. Anyone can be a realtor these days. Everyone can be a realtor these days. Okay. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, starting at 43, uh, it looks like John and Brian between uh, 43 and 40 are pretty much uh, neck and neck. They know who the ass teams are. 
uh, as we scroll up to uh, 39. So I do want to say something about somebody on the team 39, just something fun. Uh, Marissa Flowers probably has the world record for Fran. She did it in 145. Wow. She's like, she's like four foot 10 and she lives in Katy. I know we talked about Katy, Texas earlier, uh, but she, uh, I don't think anybody's ever done Fran faster than her. Uh, has Hiller seen this video? Yeah. Yeah. And, and what did he think about it? He approved. What he approved? Yeah. It's on our Instagram. Um, I, I, I have, I'll pull it up right here on YouTube real quick. She was at the, uh, the Mac last year in the semifinals also. I mean, yeah, she's, she's, uh, Obviously tiny, but she's when she's good at something, she is yeah. Just like in case there's a specialty event, like she's somebody who can do things faster than everybody else. And that's wow. always something that needs to be that out. right there is how you have a world record on Fran. Look at how tight that kip is and being four foot wide wide grip pull ups. Yeah. Yeah, her physique is like perfect. She's like she's like a perfect human. For Fran. Yeah, I don't know. I just think she's And this crazy. isn't yeah. even the one. Like, she just did this on her Instagram. She did it for the Waterpalooza qualifier and was 145. She was fast. That one's just like, man, a fit woman that's six inches shorter than me. This is great. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Hey, you know what's nuts, too? She's doing this in a class. <laughs> this isn't like the whole class is around her. She set it up, and she's got, you know, uh, Max no, told, told nobody. Yeah, she didn't. I mean, it just looks like that. Like it looks like you know, nobody knows what it means to have a sub two minute brand. She's just filming it, showing how fast she can be. Damn, that sucks. I wanted to see what she what uh, if she dropped if she was crushed afterwards. Yeah, she got she has a perfect body. They uh, it's uh, Marissa Flowers. Just type it into YouTube, uh, Fran, and uh, if you want to see a perfect what a perfect body looks like, and a good uh, sorry, and a good Fran time. Okay. Good, good little piece. You've already, you're already one zero. You're beating Brian on contributions. I mean, could keep a little tally here. Good job, John. Gotta get it when I can. Uh, okay. Uh, and Marissa Flowers is on the uh, F A L O F L powered by Puma team. Falafel, your kind of food. Yeah, that must stand for something, right? It's a brand, I think. It's fuck and laugh out fucking loud. That's it. Uh, 38, the Milford Monsters. 37, the Latina Gang. Let's just read their names because it's fun. Uh, Laura Sanchez, Maria Quintero, Dayanya Vincentelli. Uh, okay. Biggest discrepancy we've had now is two places for the 38th place team is just two spots between John and Brian. No big discrepancies yet. Uh, we got a great name on the 35th team, Oakley Woodhouse. Great name. Uh, 34th, CrossFit Hype. I like you because you used the word CrossFit in your team name. Uh, That's their gym. They, they have a history of competing in team competitions. And Kayla Stefano, former team, teenage games athlete on their team there. <clears throat> uh, the Bromies. Um, then uh, Motown. Uh, we got a Stevie. I'd like to uh, ask her dad why she he named his daughter Stevie. It's a nice name for a girl. Stevie Dellinger, great name. Uh, Caroline Klutz. Oh, that that I have that team. I have that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caroline Klutz. She probably had uh, some fun. How times. late were you up last night planning where you're going to play them? Very late. 
Very late. I was, I was, I was, I didn't even sleep last night because I was concerned with the teams we picked. Uh, that's a tough name, Caroline uh, Klutz, um, elementary school, junior high, must have been a son of a gun. Okay. Uh, keep going up. We're at West Chase. I mean, and look at this point. Like West Chase is a is a gym that's regularly con- contending to send a team to the CrossFit Games out of North America. They had two teams competing in the same semifinal at the MAC this year, and. Um, we have them down here around 30th on our rankings. So like I said, that the team, the caliber of teams in this division, even though these teams are ranked 30th, these are still extremely talented teams. Uh, team Savage and Team Extraordinary. Why, why don't they use, why don't they call it CrossFit Team Extraordinary or CrossFit West Chase? Not sure. Um, I don't know. Uh, team Extraordinary, North Shape, Black Bleaker, mm. they're uh, one of the two fittest women in the Netherlands, and I don't know if she'll make the games, but she's like, uh, well, they're combining the semifinals. So <clears throat> top 30 in Europe, maybe. Uh, the Kalishnikov team. So are these, uh, How is this a team that this is a team from Russia? They flew yeah, here from I Russia? I think because they had a roster change on their team last year due to injury, but I think Keshna and Aijan, I think were the women that ended up competing at the games. And uh, yeah, they basically dominated the, Asian semifinal last year. So they got their women competing here. Uh, Trish trying to uh, show off his or her uh, skill set, uh, telling us that Oakley is a CrossFit level three. A uh, team, uh, Savage, uh, is the Kalishnikov team from the same area that um, Karenikov, uh, Karenikov, Roman's from? Uh, well, not where he's from for sure. I'm not, I don't know exactly where the last place he was training when he was in Russia is, but I think that the Kleshnikov team is basically a congregation of athletes in Russia. And I think they've all come to Moscow basically to train in one area. If someone knows, uh, they could certainly can correct me, but I know that they've kind of brought most of the top CrossFitters or competitive people that are trying to compete in Russia into one location and have a lot of training together there. Uh, on, uh, the the training culture team as uh, training culture is a camp the first time i heard about it was the last couple of days when brian was telling me about it it is a training camp that is out of spain brian yeah so it's basically the same thing that i just said with kleshnikov only in spain and uh, what city in spain do you know is it one of the big ones like madrid or Bar- barcelona <clears throat> i think so i kind of feel bad that i don't know for sure on that is anyol akai a part of training culture yeah. And so this here, the women, we know Oyana Moya well. We've, I've picked her to be in the top 10 for the individual competition. The other two women I don't know quite as well. So curious to see how that, like Oyana is very good. So I want to see how it, it goes having like one really, really good with two more unknown athletes. Could definitely see them doing better than this, but just a, too little data on the other two to move them any higher. Okay, and uh, Anyol Akai will be on this podcast for the first time. I'm actually quite excited about it today at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, going up to the Yala uh, Shit Brickhouse Road, uh, Martha Cook, Gemma Raider, and Evie Hollis uh, out of Israel. Uh, and well, not out of Israel? Well, uh, no. Uh, uh, Gemma, I believe, is from Australia. Evie, I think, is from... Uh, the UK. I think Martha Cook is also from Oceania. Are they Jews? Why do they got the Yalla? Yalla or maybe that's Arabic. Are they Arabs? Yalla. 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 I think that I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure on this, but I think that they may be in the Middle East, either in Abu Dhabi or Dubai. Like 
coaching and training there. I, th I think yalla means let's go, by the way. Uh, Caleb? Yes, it does. Yalla, yalla, get on your camel. Yalla. I, I would hear that a lot as a kid. My, my, I had a lot of family who spoke Arabic. Yalla, yalla, yalla daha. That means hurry up, boy. And very common, you know, in the last I don't know, five, six, seven years that international cross valleys get an opportunity to go and coach at one of those gyms in the UAE. And then they get to have like an international group of friends. And a lot of times they do make a team that ends up competing in some of these competitions. That's what originally, that's where we originally found out about Jamie Green before she was Jamie Simmons. She was living in Abu Dhabi, CrossFit Yas put a team together. She was on it. They did great at the games. And then she transitioned to the individual competition from there. Uh, we got a team that definitely needs to be canceled, uh, inappropriate vernacular. Uh, but by the way, any reason why, uh, before I speak about that team, um, any reason why that there's an, uh, a five-place discrepancy with Yella? I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but it's the biggest one we've seen so far. Uh, John, I mean, I mean, no, I, don't, I, I don't. It's, Brian knows he's right, so it's up to you to explain, John. Yeah, these the, the bottom 20 teams, uh, I think Brian would agree, it's they could all be – uh, no, places, I mean, this are. team is like, these are friend like Evie Hollis was sixth in the semifinal in the online format in 2021 in Europe. I think that's, you know, pretty good, but she wasn't able to do as well the next year when it was live competition. Emma Radar, uh, I think is a pretty good competitor in um, Oceania. So, I mean, I don't know. John may not know those names as well as I do. And maybe uh, I just weighted them a little heavier because of familiarity with them. I, I would also like to speak about the MZA at M, uh, at Wadapalooza team. Ashley Shoemaker, I believe, is the wife of the guy who hosts the Brute Strength podcast, which I listen to periodically uh, to plagiarize stuff from. Uh, Zoe Warren uh, is married to Joey Warren, the former games athlete out of California. Oh, I don't think that's true. I just made that up. You know what? I was I was close. I was actually wrong though. Gemma Raider is South African. Not from uh, not from Australia, but she was fourth place in the African semifinal. That's where I recognize her from. I, I think that's okay to mix those two countries up because of the way they sound. By the way, South but Africa, she is it is listed on her games profile as CrossFit Yas, so that is in Abu Dhabi, and I think that's where those three women all currently work and train. I always I always trip out on how people end up in Abu Dhabi or in the desert. I mean, I know how Caleb ended up there. Uh, uh, and, and then finally on that team, the um, MZA at Wadapalooza team is Michelle Bassinet, who I am in a courtship process with currently to uh, get on the Sevon podcast. So hopefully that'll be something we can look forward to in January. I mean, if Taylor can't hook that up, then we might have to cut him loose. Uh, she is doing uh, Taylor's uh, programming, um, Taylor Self's SMTP uh, programming, I believe. Okay, uh, number 22 uh, from Brian, 24 from John, the Invictus Chicks, inappropriate to refer to women as chicks. Um, that's so 1980s. What are you talking about? They have a uh, chicken farm. Oh, my bad. God, I'm so close-minded. <laughs> Another beautiful name, Lauren Stallwood. Another Lauren Stallwood name. is one of those athletes that used to live in um, the Middle East and trained there for a long time. I think at Abu Dhabi, she, and you know, she's done a lot of training with Jamie Green, Sarah Sigma's daughter, top, a lot of top athletes over the years. Emily Rethwell is married to Holden Rethwell, who used to compete on the Invictus team at the Games and is a coach now for their, some of their teams. And Ali Weiss, a former CrossFit Teenage Games, I think champion in 2006, sister of Brittany Weiss, who's oh, wow. on Invictus's top team. Yeah. Okay, and, and we—I think the other day we actually when uh, uh, Jorge uh, Fernandez was on 
there was actually in his Instagram a picture of him and Allie Weiss. It may have been a romantic interest. It was kind of hard to tell. What do you think, Caleb? Did you see the way they were sitting together? Yeah, I think they were together. I don't think they are anymore. Okay. Just a little, a little sure gossip. A little that. gossip. Anyway, again, so they're a pretty talented team, but down here in uh, 20, 22nd, 23rd place, so just speaks to the overall caliber of this field. Okay. Uh, shall we keep scrolling down? God, Mason, you have a good memory. Ever since Sevon started telling the crying under the sign story. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, we are now 18 through 21 in the women's field at Wadapalooza 2023. Uh, still the two men are very close in their rankings. I guess a, a negative two, uh, would be a big deal if we were in the top five, but down here, 18 through 21, it's uh, not much of a big deal. Do any of these, when does, when did the, when does the prize money start kicking in? Not I'm not sure, but I was going to just talk about these teams a little bit. Okay. Um, Michigan made orange is the eighth day black women's team from the games. They took 10th place, a very impressive finish. The independent TTT training think tank team. They usually outperform relative to what I expect from them. Uh, seem to have really good team chemistry and and maximize their potential in a lot of the competitions. Probably good coaching, good strategy, and good execution. The Conquerors BBC team, Christine Middleton has like several records for weightlifting in cross live co- crossfit competitions. Brooke Haas uh, has been really threatening to make the game since like 2016 or 17, and in, in, uh, you know here and there. Um, so they could be pretty good on the strength test, if nothing else. And then the other team, the French girls team, is actually quite interesting to me because it's a very, very like uh, diverse group of athletes. Alize Andreani has a few top ten open finishes in her career, but they're always almost on like high skill or high level gymnastics and like burpee style workouts. She's just got an engine and can go and really, really good at gymnastics. I think she's done over a hundred toes to bar consecutively. Mm-hmm. And then Mary Robin was really impressive to me last year at semifinals, but she's much bigger than Alize. Uh, I think she was 10th place at one of the semifinals and kind of someone I'm looking to see if she can make that next step next year. Uh, is this, so you have the Michigan made uh, orange team who took 10th place at the games at 21st, both of you do. And is that because why don't you have them higher? Is that because there's so many great individuals going as teams and it's pushed down these other guys? Yeah, I mean, the individual field for the women, if you took the game's individual field and put them in the team, this is where a top 10 place for the team would be. Um, that's why this That's why this event is super unique, because I don't think we've ever seen anything like it before. Uh, how, not how, how many women – do you know how many women in the individual um, are games caliber, individual games caliber athletes? Are there 20? Like games caliber or have yeah. competed at the games? Games caliber. <clears throat> For individual? Yeah. Like you wouldn't be surprised um, if you would. Yeah. Let's say, let's say have been to the games. Would that be better? Who've been to the games at some point in their career? It's a lot. I can find. I can count real quick if you just uh, you know fill the air for for individual or 10 team. seconds for for individual. Because that would give you an idea if there's three people per team and Brian says thirty, um, and you would assume that they were. And you you make the assumption, which is a wrong assumption, but just for ease of math, you make the assumption that um, they're all on the same teams together. That would push it down exactly ten places. <sighs> I mean, I mean, I would say anybody in the top 12 teams. Not everybody, but most people in the top 12 Through 17 teams. teams, I've already counted 30. 
our game's caliber that have competed at the games as an individual. Wow. Okay. So you just went, just looking at uh, half the field, less than half the field, you come up with 17. So in that scenario, Through 17 though, oh. teams, there's 51 athletes on those 17 teams. 30 of them have at least one individual CrossFit games appearance. The, enti- the entire rest of the roster might have zero though, or maybe one. Okay. I, I, hey, I wonder if that is just, it, man, Wadapalooza, the more and more I look at this event, I see more and more how clever it is because they've made these, I, I, I keep getting it wrong, but the way I'm thinking in my mind is, is if you have two athletes who've ever been to the games or in the last couple of years have been to the games, you can make a team and have anyone on it, right? There's not, all these. Not quite that, but if you if you were an individual games athlete in 2022, or you were on a top 10 team at the games in 2022. So that means that there's 40 women and then 20 more women from those 10 teams. So those 60 women, any of those two can join up together and then add anyone else to the mix. And you're good to go. That Yeah. Oh, smart. And as Brian was pointing out to us yesterday, this is where sponsors really come in because let's say you are part of sponsored by RX Ropes. It gives you access to a lot of other athletes who are also sponsored by RX Ropes. And then those are uh, one of the ways that uh, we're seeing some of these unique teams come together through the relationship of their sponsors. Okay. Uh, the French girls. Yeah, we hit on them. We should hit on them. It's a great name. Uh, team NOCO. What is NOCO? Is that a drink? I see that everywhere. Yeah, it's like Fit Aid or whatever, but just uh, I think or originated in Europe. This is a team that uh, draft I drafted last night as I think it was our last female team. And we talked about Amelia Lepinen, Yonikowski's girlfriend, 2021 individual games competitor, 2022 Masters champ, 35 to 39. And she's paired up with the girls from the Finland team that's done really well at the games the last two years. I think this is a great team. But, you know, 17th, John Asim, 16th. And as we will continue to say, it's just a product of the depth of the field. I'd love to see uh, Amelia Lepinen uh, enter the individual and win the money, the champ from the CrossFit Games this year. And I mean, and if the events if the events hit right, I could see them making a push for a top 10 finish, just depending on, on, the, event, on the team events. Um, it, it wouldn't shock me if they were around, around top 10. Uh, what about Chloe Gavon David? How do I know that name? Games athlete? Yeah, she, so Chloe, we'll skip a couple teams here, I guess, but she was on Pro 1 Montreal's team this year. But she, you remember her probably from the 2018 Albany Regionals where she competed, and I think she took I think she took fifth that year and snuck into a game. So it was either fifth or sixth. Okay. Uh, any, anyone else you want to talk about on here, uh, Brian? The Med Girls, <clears throat> Josie and the Dudes? Dudes? Well, I mean, Carolyn Prevo's on that team. Um, Dead, deadlift specialist. And then the uh, team above that, you know, we've got Elisa Fuliano and Elena Caratala, who both made the games this year out of Europe. Didn't have the greatest games performance. Antia Longo, pretty good uh, competitor in Europe as well, Italian. So they're both competing individual as well. So that could have a little effect on them. Okay. Yeah. And we're getting, and that is. A conversation that now when we're getting close to this top 10 athletes or top 10 teams, there's going to be more and more athletes for who that's the case. And it's really TBD how much that's going to impact them. I do think it's going to have, it's going to have an impact on the overall results for the team division. That what is, if you have two teams, that are very, if you have two teams that are very close, I would favor the team that hadn't 
the less the least amount of athletes doing the individual competition uh, the two uh. days before. Um, okay. Uh, paper street copy. I should have uh, had a female team paper street, but no one communicated with us. Um, if you do ever have a paper street coffee team, um, you should give them a Butler. So it's like a dude in a tuxedo who just has a, like a, uh, uh, you know, polished silver tray following them around with little shots of espresso. I could see that the paper street coffee females. No. Yeah. I like it. Coffee females. Good. Coffee females. Coffee males. Coffee males. It's a new gender. Okay. Uh, let's scroll. Let's scroll down a little bit. Anything is possible. Oh, look at how confident this team is. Team Podium. Uh, then there's the best butts and scuds underdogs. They're uh, sponsored by Podium. <laughs> oh, they are? I think so. The, uh, the, the Matt Fraser drink? The Buttery Bros drink? Yeah, Kelsey Keel works with them. Interesting. Okay. Uh, uh, misfits with uh, lady bits. Oh, I like that. God, these they, so proud of these names. Uh, and Invictus, uh, you got Brittany Wise, Devin Kim, and uh, Jesse Smith. Jesse Smith is married to Chandler Smith, uh, as we talked about the other day. I'm guessing that uh, Chandler Smith went out to uh, CrossFit Invictus to qualify to do his qualifications for the Rogue Invitational this year, and I'm guessing that's where Jesse met uh, Devin Kim and uh, Devin Kim and Brittany Wise who took third place at the CrossFit Games this year in the team competition with Jorge and, and Al Chapa, Al Chapo. Al yeah, Chambas. so in this group here, the um, – is that – do they – I don't know if that's – the teams keep changing. But originally that team podium had Winter Nicolette and Nicole Soto on it. And maybe – I'm not sure what their most recent roster is, but those are the girls from – were the girls from Move Fast, Lift Heavy that were in the top 10 at the games. Kelsey Keel was on OBA, was <laughs> was 11th at the games. So a lot of team experience on that team. The Buds and Suds team did not pre-qualify for this event. They came through the online qualifiers. They were second to that French team that we talked about with Mary Robin and, and Alize Andriani on it and Mary Granaron. Um, and so we're seeing here that now we have some of the pre-qualified teams that we think can be competitive and, and fight for possibly a top 10 spot. Last year at Wadapalooza, there were some qualified teams that did even better than that. Um, so you, just because there's all these special teams doesn't mean that teams from the qualifier can't still be competitive in this field. Uh, Brian, do you have any problems with the object, objectification of the women using misfits and lady bits and best butts and scuds underdogs? You know that, that none of that stuff bothers me. Okay. Caleb, does it even uh, bother you? No. Okay. I think it's great. Um, good. Me too. <laughs> in case uh, everybody Young. doesn't know, um, on team podium, Kelsey Keel is probably by far the strongest woman in this field. Um, you don't think so? Steve Middleton. Well, Kelsey recently squatted 360. Um, I've Christine Middleton is stronger than her, then I stand corrected. But I Kelsey Keel let me is one of the strongest people in this field. I'll I'll correct it. Um I didn't think anybody was out squatting 360, but I guess so. Um Wow, she's got a, a huge uh, Instagram following. Kelsey Keel? Yeah. Yeah. Super, super marketable, friendly, nice woman. Uh, when you say super marketable, you mean she's hot with a great body. And very, per- just very personable. Oh, and uh, personable, right. <clears throat> oh, she has a kid? No, I don't think so. Oh, nephew, nephew. 
She tried out for the Olympic bobsled team too. Oh my god, she looks just like her mom. That's crazy. Did uh did Middleton was uh, is that the one who won the um front squat a couple years ago? The one at Max Front Squat, like three thirteen? Maybe. I mean Christine Middleton has her lifting numbers are off the charts. Uh, the, not a lifetime PR, but definitely a bodyweight personal best PR since starting with Coach L. Three hundred and sixty pounds. That's why John likes her so much. Seventy-four pounds. <laughs> hey, man, she did that easy. Let's watch that one more time. That's crazy. They have the same coach, Stefan. Oh, they do. Yeah, and that's the same as Fikowski's coach. No. Oh, proximity bias. It doesn't defeat the purpose that she's making three sixty look like this. Okay. Proximity bias. Oh, she looks so happy to put that bar down. Crazy. Good job, Kelsey. Looking forward to seeing you compete. Crazy. We could spend the next 20 minutes in, uh, scrolling through uh, her Instagram. I could invite her on the show. Yeah. What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. I did not think that's where you were going with that. Uh... I just I, I saw some Gatorade in there, and I started judging poor Kelsey. She she deserves better. Oh, she's friends with this girl. She's friends with that girl who's also competed in Albany, uh, Kelly Baker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, she keeps good company. Okay, they've competed at Wadapalooza together before. Uh, follow. I'm, I'm following that. this account. Her tagline is her pronoun is athlete, and uh, her uh, tagline in there is six point four million followers on TikTok. No, it just says be a nice person, be a nice person, a podium athlete. Also, okay, no, sorry, Kelsey, I've I've fallen into the Kelsey rabbit hole. Where are we? Do we have one? Who's the team right below that, Caleb? And eleven or ten? What happened to Kelly Baker? Is she still competing, Brian? Yep. Patrick Clark is her agent, actually. No shit. Good She's job, Patrick. Athletic uh, team with me, and she'll be competing this year. I'm not sure exactly in what capacity. There's still, I know there are still a lot of things to be sorted out in terms of the the team competition since with the new rules this year. Uh, you think that both those girls are single? Two cute single babes? I don't think that. Well, both Kelly Baker is definitely not. Yeah, I don't think that those those girls don't stay on the shelf very long. So getting into the top 10 here, and these you're going to recognize most of these names. Uh, Paige Smenza, Caroline Connors, both coming off a CrossFit Games competition this past year. Aaron O'Donnell, previously Aaron Vandendreich, winner of the Italian Throwdown in 2019, competed at the Games that year. I think it was 2019, yeah. And uh, so... We'll see. I mean, this is uh, the Misfits. Paige and Caroline have been training with Misfits forever. Uh, they often have a team together, uh, put to, put a team together to compete. I think that they can do very well. Paige had probably her best season, or definitely her best season ever this past year. Caroline Connors is a good. Um, she's a good teammate to have because she's so good at certain things. With you'll see if like, anything comes out where she has a chance to show her prowess with gymnastics, barbell cycling, burpees that she's going to be amongst the best. Yeah, and she can really help out on that um, rings and squats workout. If you have one female athlete on your team that's really good at ring muscle-ups, it'll go a long way in that workout, and so she can probably carry a lot of the load there. Hey, um, how does it uh, this team, this uh, GoWad girls team with uh, Dahlstrom, Emma McQuaid, and uh, Sola, you think that team, if they if they won this, uh, would you guys be surprised? Very. Yes. You would? Yeah. 
I won the overall competition. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't see a way they could, they could win. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. But you'll see when we get to the top five, you'll understand. Yeah. Uh, Emma won the individual last year. Uh, Jacqueline Dahlstrom is the real deal. Yeah, they, yeah they're, they're all good. Three games athletes. Um, Sola was awesome at semifinals. Uh, underwhelmed at the games, and we'll see. I mean, they'll they'll be good. They'll be in the top ten in most of the events, but <laughs> it's not going to be even close to enough. Emma McQuaid would have finished oh. if the full slate of women were competing at Wadapalooza last year. A lot of which are in the top uh, five teams. I mean, I don't. Here. I don't even think there's any shot at podium like at right. all. Where did Emma finish at the games this year? She was a uh, 12th or 13th. Man, it's so hard to be good. Uh, It's so hard to be great. Uh, Okay. Um, Let's keep cruising. Now let's stop on the Spacers Angels. Okay, let's stop on the Spacers. John's got them in fifth. I've gotten them in eighth. It's one of the bigger discrepancies we've had so far, and it's inside the top ten. What are you seeing? How did that team? How did that team come together? Is is that a sponsor thing? Toe spacers. Oh, oh, really? I think yeah. John, you're up, buddy. Hey, and and, and what happens if uh, Sarah gets injured in the individual? Y'all hear me? I can't hear anybody. Oh, well, uh, Brian, what happened? I mean, there is a chance Sarah won't even make it through the individual, right? Uh, come on, man. Let's not talk about that. Okay, fine, fine. Be that way. But but this is where you start getting into that realm of what I was talking about. So I'm looking at this team and seeing three athletes that are competing in the individual competition, all also doing the team competition. And so when I'm looking at this team in comparison with the few teams above them that John has them ranked higher than, I basically bumped them down a little bit because of that. I think that that's going to be very difficult to have all three of your athletes coming off of the individual competition and a lot of these teams that are in the top for the have not no athletes doing individual competition. What what is what is uh Caitlin Van Z, uh, Zeal uh, done? We've talked about her like three times in the last two days, so no surprise that you can't remember. I cannot. She was, yep, she's been on CrossFit Games team out of New Zealand the last two years. <clears throat> they had a like, fourth or fifth place finish two years ago. And she's, I think she's going to give it a run as an individual this year. And I'm pretty excited about that, especially with um, maybe some open spots in Oceania. I think she can be possibly in the mix, depending on how many game spots they end up with down there. She's uh, very good on certain things, running machines, swimming. Um, she's pretty strong and decent with gymnastics for a, a bigger girl. Uh, Rambler says uh, he sees Sarah at Whole Foods all the time. That's cool. Uh, Trish, toe spacers are just a way to get athletes to post feet picks to drive engagement. Holy shit. Very clever. Uh, Jessica uh, Ray, Brian Lane down the SmackDown on Sebi. Uh, valid question, Sevon. Thank you. That's how Chase talked about Emma Carey yesterday. Thank you. Uh, John, can you hear us now? Yeah. Darn. Okay. Basically, um, I said that I didn't. I ranked Sigma's daughter's team lower because they were all doing the individual competition. And of all the teams that I have above them, I believe there's only one woman that's doing individual competition, but their entire team is. Yeah. No. It makes it makes sense. I uh, further looking into it. I mean, I, I feel like I probably have them ranked a little bit high. I I agree with that. But okay. Let's go on. Especially considering Sarah has trouble making it through 
any competition. Did did we hear any um stories about maybe uh, Car Saunders making it out to this event? No, no, okay. I have not. Uh, now we are sixth, fifth, fourth, and third, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Uh, the girls, aka Humbler Killers, all American girls, PT, uh, P10 performance. Uh, and, and now we recognize all the names. Right. And so this is tough. I mean, it's, uh, it's really difficult to say who's going to have necessarily better chemistry, a team of Brooke Wells, Amanda Barna, and Christy Aramo, or Alex Gazan, Carrie Pearson, Ariel Lowen. You know, Gazan uh, has had the opportunity to learn from Carrie Pierce over the last couple of years in Vegas. Even though Carrie didn't compete this year, she was still very much present and part of their crew out there. It's awesome that she's coming back to compete. And there are a couple of workouts that that team should like could have top three finishes on. Um, but I think you could say that about every team in the top seven here. Let's talk about uh, Carrie Pierce for a second. What? So she retired, uh, you know, pe- people calling her the greatest American female CrossFitter who ever lived. And this is, she, we haven't seen her on the competition floor in how long? One year. A little over a year? Year and a half? Yeah, and it's only been a year. Uh, what what do you think is going on here? You think this is just fun, or you think she's jonesing for uh, some uh, uh, field play, some field time? You think this is to test the waters to see, if, you know, maybe she was burnt out, or she wanted to get her business started, the abs business, and now she's coming back to make another run? You think we're going to see her uh, try to go to the games this year? You know, just just thinking about it a lot of these athletes that have said that they're retiring you know we see them come back into the fray they just love doing it and they've been doing it for so long i think that maybe carrie like i wouldn't be shocked if if underdogs put together a team at some point and carrie pierce was on it and then two years from now she's eligible for the masters division so maybe she does this she loves it they put a team together she does team this year and goes masters the year after that i mean that would not surprise me uh Christine Kohlenbrander, uh, Fee Sagafi, Alexis uh, Raptus, an, uh, another amazing team, strong team, capable of a lot of stuff. And then, of course, the top team up there, Taylor Williamson, uh, Andrea Nissler, and Sydney uh, Mikulishan. Uh, Sydney has a lot to gain this week. Well, I, I actually misspoke. There are there are two two women in, on that team that are competing as individuals, and uh, maybe that's why John, in this case, weighted them less than I did. Yeah, John, why sixth? I mean, I'm just because the I think the individual games athletes are better. Um, similar to um, last year, Ryan had Rich's team winning, and I had them like fifth. And it's because Travis Mayer, Chandler Smith, and um, Noah Olson were a team. Like more games athletes were becoming teams, and I think I think the fitter people will always win, no matter how good your team dynamic is. It's just if you're close, the team dynamic makes a huge difference. But if you're not close, then it, then I, I think being fitter will always rank superior. And nobody on that team is as fit as Brooke Wells. Nobody on that team is as fit as Amanda Barnhart, and nobody on that team is as fit as Christy Aramo. I agree. Um, I don't. I'm, I don't. I'm see willing it. to say the same with the humble killers. I don't think anybody on that team is fitter than anybody on. Um, Ariel Lowen's team, um, and that's I tell that's why I rank them where I rank them. That team is pretty crazy. That All American Girls team. That's that's like, yeah. The one thing that I would say to John's to counter John there, and he's not he's not wrong. I don't think. I mean, a lot of people do think Andrea Nissler's top twenty, top fifteen, something top ten in the world. So maybe she's in the conversation with a couple of those women. But Nissler and Williamson, despite the fact that they're not 
amongst the fittest always seem to find a way in these competitions to outperform what you think is possible. So that's they're what winners. I, I get. Yeah. They're winners. Yeah, and they're have they ever been in a day. field like this though? I mean, you could argue that at the Rogue Invitational in 2019 when they beat Rich's team, you, you know, they're just good. 2019, so, three years ago, I don't ask a question with ever in it if you're not going to count 2019, John. Okay. Yeah, John. Hey, what about um, uh, this team right here? I, I, I think it's safe to say Brooke Wells and Amanda Barnhart are going to show up the fittest they've ever been in their lives. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just going to make that statement. What about Christy O'Connell? It, it, did she retire? I don't know if she's officially retired or not. Um, you I, do. You I just can't think, say. I don't think so. I don't remember. But it's it's like with so in the last 18 months, so many athletes have announced quote unquote retirements and then so many of them have backed down. And I was planning to write an article about it after morning chalk up like a year ago. And then all these people just started changing their mind. And I just scrapped the idea because I couldn't even consider it a, a retirement. So I can't keep track anymore. Who's retired and who's not necessarily, but Christie's an amazing teammate and she will fit into this team very well. They could definitely podium. They could win it. I don't think they can win, but I definitely think they can podium. Yeah. They're definitely in podium contention. Okay. Uh, let's go down uh, a little bit more. Let's look at this top three. Yeah, you guys are fucking nuts. This is these are some horrible. This, this is th these top two are not going to be top two. You guys are wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, there's there's no way uh, Gabby and Jamie have two big. You're that team number one right there. I I just see it's just a team full of holes. Where are the holes? You know where the holes are. So let me, I, I just have to hole. look at this real quick. So Savan, here's, yeah. an, here's an example. They announced this workout yesterday, start fast, finish faster for the teams. In this workout, there are a total of 84 handstand pushups, 84 pistols, and 84 chest bar pull-ups. Yeah. You are probably immediately thinking, well, what exactly case in point, but only one athlete has to do handstand pushups. Only Jamie one athlete has to do. Only one. Healthy. Only one, only one has to, or only one can. Only one can. Oh, okay. only one can do pistols, and only one can do chest bars. So they're able to avoid problems. And this lifting event, there's a three rep max overhead squat, a two rep max front squat, one rep max shoulder overhead. Again, you can pick and you can mix and match and capitalize on everyone's strengths and weaknesses. On the ring and bar muscle ups, squat clean and squat snatches. If you, like we said, if you have one athlete that's really good on the rings, Jamie Simmons, Laura's not bad either. Gabby doesn't have to do any ring muscle ups. That's amazing for her. If someone's not as good with the uh, squat clean, maybe it's a little heavy for Jamie relative to the other, she can snatch. So there's, there's plenty of ways to mix it, mix and match around in this competition. And there are some cases like the swimming. If you have a bad swimmer, you're going to be exposed on that. But not in every. But in a lot of the workouts, there's an opportunity to hide, which is not often the case in team competitions. Which is one of the reasons why I'm I'm thinking this team can win. Let me let me ask you this, just for uh, shits and giggles. Let's just with these top four teams here. Uh, John, a uh, team one, who's going to do the handstand pushups? Jamie Simmons. Uh, Brian, is it Jamie Simmons? You agree? Yeah. A uh, team uh, two, who's going to do the handstand pushups? Annie Mal or Katrin? Probably Mal, but Annie's also decent. Uh, team three, who's going to do the handstand pushups? Taylor, Andrea. You didn't Nisler. even ask if I agreed. Oh, do you agree? I, I think, I think Annie might because she's prop. I think that Mal is a lot better than her at pistols and catching. Yeah. Pulls. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you have to pick and pop, then Annie, yeah, for sure. Cause Mal, Mal's amazing at pistols. Uh, number three, uh, Taylor, Andrea, or Sydney Mikulishan. 
that's going to be a bad workout for their team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably Andrea, but uh, that's yeah, that's damage control. So you're saying that that they have to pick uh, which one's the best, but none of them are uh, super efficient at it at eighty. And then right. and then uh, Andrea, do you agree, Brian? Andrea Nissler. Yeah, but I mean, if in the preview articles that I've uh, written, I specifically selected that team for damage control for this workout. Like it's not going to be a good workout for them. Uh, geez, Louise, uh, uh, John, make make up your mind, John. I know that was what pretty good. What am I going back and forth on? Well, he just uh, Brian just was just telling you probably Annie. He's you're just a target for any misplaced aggression, John. Don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, uh, there's a psychological term for it. You're a scapegoat. Uh, number number uh, four, the fourteen, Brooke Wells, Amanda Barnhart, Christy Arama O'Connell. Who will do the handstand pushups, Brian? I oh, T- if this is a tough pick pick for this team. Uh, I, Christy won't do the pull ups, but she'll be she's the best pick for both the handstand pushups and the pistols. So uh, do the yeah. uh, Amanda Barnhart will do the handstand pushups because Amanda Barnhart is filthy at handstand pushups and Christy Aramo, she could do pistols better than the other two. Okay, and scroll down just one more and uh, go down here. Uh, so look, uh, Alex Kazan, Carrie Pierce could win that workout, right? Yeah, there. and so we know who's going to do the handstand pushups there, right? Carrie Pierce. <clears throat> She beat yeah, the I mean, the workout field. is not one on the handstand push-ups. It's, uh, I think it's one in totality because it's only 42 handstand push-ups, correct, Brian? Uh, twice, 42 times two. I even, I mean, still, like all of these athletes are capable of doing that very, very, very fast. John, uh, don't call any of these ladies filthy ever again. <laughs> it's a term uh, of endearment Pierce, outside. It's a term of endearment. Carrie Pierce isn't even the best handstand push in this field. Who you think Raptus. Alexis Raptus is? Yeah. Whoa, is that true, Brian? She beat her on a strict handstand push-up workout two years ago at semifinals. Wow. Uh, for those of you who are uh, new to the game, uh, Carrie Pierce had this remarkable finish. I believe it was at the CrossFit Games where she beat not only all of the women, 2019, but 19 Mary, yes, and all of the men. And and you don't see that. Uh, has that ever? Ha- is that the only workout that's ever happened? No, Tia's beaten everybody before. Swimming workouts. That's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, uh, back to the top three. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look at these. Uh, great explanation, uh, Brian and John. Thank you. Um, great question, Seven. Thank you. Uh, should we just log off and hug each other? We should switch over to the men. Unless you, I mean, who do you think is going to win of these, of these teams, Seven? Well, now that you said it, I'm starting to, be, um, starting to believe you a little bit. But I, I think that Brooke Wells, Amanda Barnhart, Christy Aramo, O'Connell team is, just sounds I did not expect John to also pick BPN to win. I think that mo- the easy and most popular pick is definitely the daughters with Mal. Um, but we I- have this problem with Katrin. We, we we don't know. It, she's been on a severe decline, wouldn't you say? I think and that- Team BPN has the 2023 CrossFit Games champion on it. <laughs> now he's, he's going <laughs> to piss some people off with that. Who, who's the champ? You think you think Laura's winning the games, John? Yeah. And again, I think more more people would pick Mal than Laura to win the games next year. John and I both also favor Laura, so maybe we're a little bit in that like biased in that regard with these picks. But basically, when this team was announced, the daughters team, there was so much hype around it. And the day before the BPN team was announced, and I'm sitting here thinking, I know that daughters team looks impressive and is extremely endearing, and the resumes are great. But don't sleep on that BPN team; like they can hold their own. I think this is going to be a dogfight. 
I think you nailed it. I think that uh, the daughter's team is endearing, but I, I, I think Katrin David's daughter is the biggest wild card in the entire field, even more so than than someone, Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Uh, someone, I, it may have been Keith Gordon, who also off. If it's if it was someone else, I apologize. He often puts good comments though, and he specifically talked about this in the comment section on my Instagram post and said, "Look, if you're just putting these teams next to each other, you got a little bit of unknown in both Katrin and Jamie, who are coming off of le- you know less than desirable years last year, both missing the games." And being close to making it, you have Laura and Mal, the two biggest contenders to win the games next year in almost everyone's minds. And then you have Gabby and Annie, who Annie, the last time she competed individual at the games was on the podium and Gabby's been threatening to be in that conversation. So it is pretty even on paper and it's going to come down to, you know, teamwork, uh, execution, strategy. Uh, None of them are doing the individual field of competition. So they should all be healthy and ready to go. But I think you're going to see a lot of top three finishes out of both these teams and a small amount of points being the difference in the end. I also think that after this weekend, Mal O'Brien's confidence is going to skyrocket regardless of where she places. I think she's going, I think if she doesn't know how amazing she is, she's about to find out because being with Annie and Katrin, she's going to get to see uh, up close that uh, Mal's on a whole whole nother level. Yeah. If she's waiting on them in workouts, it'll be, She'll know that she's fitter than the best in the world. Uh, this is also a great point, by the way. There is that chemistry between Annie and Katrin is pretty remarkable, and they if they can keep, if they keep their heads in the right place, which they're pretty good at doing when they're together, uh, they could really uh, elevate each other. So that's another great. Um, yeah, and certainly if it comes on Sunday and and Katrin and Annie and Mal win, neither John or I are going to be like, "Damn, didn't see that coming." We just think that Laura's team has just a good a, of a chance. Uh, Mal isn't short on confidence. Ask her. I don't think she can talk. I don't think she, uh, I'm not even sure if Mal has a tongue. So I, 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 I but, but I would be curious to ask her. I would be, I, but I don't even presume uh, she has a tongue. Okay. Uh, off to the men. Oh, one more time. Sorry. Uh, okay, fine. One more time to the female. Sorry. Okay. So just so you know, the winners, uh, both these gentlemen have picked the winner to be the team uh, BPN. I think that's like some sort of protein powder. Um, Laura Horvath, Jamie Simmons, Gabriella Magawa pronounced with a W. Um, do we know what camp uh, Gabriella Magawa is in? Like yeah. training wise? Yeah. I don't, I don't think she's really formally with a camp. Okay. All right. Uh, going to be amazing. Look at all those names, people. Th- those people will all be on the floor at the same time. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. If I haven't told you yet, this is going to be the greatest team competition ever in terms of caliber. It's it's only Wadapaloozas to fuck up, which they won't. Okay. I, I, you know, it will be fun. It'll be fun <laughs> to see uh, Rich in a games field. Let's go to the men and then. Hey, what video did someone in the comments yesterday said that Rich posted something yesterday that um, made them concerned about Rich? Do, do you guys know what the post they were referring to? I don't, but I've, but there have been a few athletes that people have sent me some concerns about. And it's one of these things like, yes, there's always the possibility that someone's coming in a little banged up or a little under the weather. And we he don't is know. Banged up. His part. shoulder, his shoulder is jacked. I mean, he said in that interview yeah. that, hey, he he was surprised. I mean, he said he's gotten four, he's gotten 400 over his head. We've all seen it. And he said he was surprised that he was able to still get 300 over his head. He said he was shocked. I mean, that's a 25%, you know, reduction in whatever yeah. you want to call it. 
but he's still choosing to show up and compete. And that, I don't think that he's choosing to show up and compete if he doesn't think that he can do everything that's required. And if I, and if he's not going to be, uh, you know, have a competitive mindset throughout. Uh, his, Oh, his mayhem Monday. He says he's 75%. Well, th- th- I mean, yeah, we just didn't, uh, mayhem Monday video. I think rich said something like I'm 75% of what I used to be. Still 150% of most men. Uh, loved Emma since the podcast she did with Sevon. Imagine if Mal came on here. You'd love her too. But until then, she doesn't even have a tongue. Okay. Uh, to the men. What do you think? you think we're going to be able to do this, uh, Brian? And- it's going to be close. Okay. Uh, f- the 43 uh, men, uh, men teams for a total of... 129 athletes just showing off my math skills there uh very impressive do you have like um you know elementary school kids or something i'm I'm amazing at uh simple math three pappas latinos poppies poppies uh, poppies does that mean they're all dads does that mean all those guys are dads latin dads uh brazilian old school uh mayhem project and uh road to asgard i don't get that is that like a um it's a thor reference yeah, Thor reference. <clears throat> Again, just as in case you missed it with the women's side, huge field, incredibly impressive just to qualify for this field. The bottom, you know, 20% are a lot less known. I'm expecting there'll be a team down here that outperforms what we expect. But um, regardless, great credit just to get into this competition. Pablo Chalfoon did make the games one year in 2018 as South America's person. He, he was last in the games, but he didn't make it. It's just something to be said. Oh, that's he rode cool. a marathon. That's cool. Pablo uh, Chalfon, last place at the games. Uh, t- uh, in 30, 39th is Le France du General de Gaulle. Uh, if you want to go to the world's worst large international airport, visit the Charles de Gaulle in France. It is a complete <laughs> fucking shithole. France should fucking burn that fucking shithole down. Uh, Americans do not go there. What a fucking dump. What a dump. Have you guys been there? Every time I go through there, I'm like, what a shithole. It's massive. And they got it designed with all this beautiful glass and all this cool shit. They can't keep the temperature in there under 85 fucking degrees. It's dripping from the ceiling. It's like, it's like you're in a, uh, uh, what are those things called that you grow plants in, in your backyard? Greenhouse. A greenhouse. Greenhouse. It's a fucking greenhouse. It's disgusting. It's the worst representation. It makes everyone hate France. Charles de Gaulle Airport. Hate that. Oh, is Montreal bad too? Yeah, same people. France. <laughs> Gross. What? A, it's a, a cool country, but what a shithole of an airport. It's an embarrassment. Okay, where were we? Uh, tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, I like that. Uh, Hans, Raphael, and uh, Malachi. They sound like they could be the next uh, uh, Malachi. Malachi. Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles. That's a dog's <laughs> name. Malachi. Isn't that a dog's name? Dog? Malachi. <laughs> Ma- Malachi has to be the handsome one here. Hans Kohlenberger, uh, I got a shirt for you. Hans is tall for sure. First world problems for Sevi. That's the only. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm elite. What am I? That's the only problems I have. Uh, ha, uh, Hans Kohlenbrand. Oh wait, there was another. Oh, Robbie Rodriguez. That's a great name. Yeah. Uh, 
so I, t- I mentioned yesterday when we were doing the men's individual fear that there's always just someone or some team or something that uh, I get a bunch of messages about. And this Gilman Athletics team, they had like three or four people message me yesterday and said, these guys are elite. I'm not buying it till I see it, but I am going to be watching you, Gilman Athletics. What are they saying about them? I don't recognize any of those names. Seth Sharit. Just that they're a lot better than I know them to be. Brandon Smith, Eric Thomas. Well, what yeah. country? I think they're they're got to be from North America, but um, you know this happens a lot. Where they're you know, and I'm sure that if you train with these guys, that they are absolutely savages and embarrass you every single day. But that doesn't mean that that's going to happen when they go to this field at Wadapalooza. So, like I said, until I see it, I don't believe it. Okay, fine. Uh, Thunder Buddies. That's a, a titillating name. Brandon uh, Willis. Uh oh, never. Uh, uh, do you guys get your names read? Oh, Brandon Willis, Gage Barone. Thank you, uh, Mr. Beaver, and Connor Volts. Uh, CrossFit uh, Shrewsbury. You guys, uh, John, just so you know, all the team names I've uh, read so far, Brian and John don't think you have a chance in hell. Whatever that does for you. <clears throat> There's another team, AOD, Boys with Feelings. They were this actually the second place qualifier team. Uh, I have gotten some messages that people think we've way underestimated them. And to be fair, the first place qualifier team, we have a lot higher than that. So, Maybe that's true, but uh, again, looking to see these guys in a live competition and see if they're really as good as they were in the online qualifier. I'm going to give you one guess what ethnicity Harry is. British? No, hell no. Irish? No. New Zealand? I don't know, but hey, that's for sure Native American, isn't it? Harry, 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 that, that guy's a... Uh, Harry Lightfoot. Yeah. That guy's got to have a spear in his hand, right? And sitting on the back of a horse. Or they're married to the mayor of Chicago or something. Oh, he's not. Is this guy's not Native American? Where's this guy from? Cornwall. Isn't that England? Oh, yeah. Harry, how the hell do you have the name Lightfoot? It sounds British. It does? I think so. Oh, I think I think it sounds like he's a Native American. Say it in the British accent, Savon. Like I can't do a British accent. Oh, look at this. All right, he looks fun. He looks playful. Cute. God, European. What? You're. They just dress different than us. All right. What'd you say? Smaller sizes. Yeah, smaller. Yes. Try on clothes and then buy the size smaller. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, except for Craig Ritchie, he's try on clothes by five sizes bigger. Uh, Polish underdogs, uh, Czechoslovakia. You want to read those names? No. Uh, and it looks like uh, uh, both John and Brian are uh, happy with the picks there. Um, we scroll down through 25th through 28th, uh, Mayhem Avengers, Conquer Lift Heavy Often, uh, Michigan Made Black, Al, John, and Jack. Oh, I like that name. So lots of good teams here. Those guys are some of the fittest in Italy. The Michigan Made Black team is the same uh, team as Michigan Made Orange that were 10th place at the games. That Conquer Lift Heavy Often, very talented, a lot of experience on that team. Obviously, people will recognize Elijah Muhammad more so than the other two names, but those guys have been around and done a lot of competitions and team competitions. They're quite good. <clears throat> Mayhem Avengers, 
uh, three of the fittest in their countries, respectively, down in South America, uh, coming together should have a they should have a couple of pretty good events, um, very, like bodyweight ninjas, good at gymnastics, barbell cycling type stuff. Um, all these teams are very good, and they're down here in the mid twenties. So, like we've been saying, very strong field, top to bottom. Uh, just because you don't wear the five inch inseam, I got a, a bunch of shorts with a five inch uh, inseam. I do, I do. I, I dabble in the European uh, decor once in a while. Thank you, Brian. Uh, what about that Mayhem team, Mayhem Avengers? What's that mean? Does that mean that they uh, uh, they follow uh, Mayhem's programming? Well, a lot of them work with Facundo. And are they? Do do they? Can anyone just use that name? I guess so. It's Wadapalooza. but they but they are a, a Rich Froning programming. Jake Lockhart, uh, Darren Hunsucker. They fall yeah, under that. There's a there's okay. a couple of them. A, a Mayhem teams. Yeah. Okay. Butterfly Bandits. My heart is with the this team: Jake Marconi, Tristan Moriano, Oren Bernstein out of the Northeast. Um, all of them been training up there and competing for a long time. A lot of experience. I think they're going here to have fun. I mean, they'll still compete and 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 uh, throw down for sure. Um, but I don't like where some of these teams. I think could have like the team just below the Mayhem Avengers. I think could have one or two top ten finishes and one or two pretty bad finishes. I think this is a team you're mostly going to see like twentieth to twenty fifth on almost every workout from. And uh, just so you know, uh, uh, the butterfly team, uh, John and Brian, think you are nothing but caterpillars, placing you down at a twenty fourth. John gave him twentieth, you know, a little bit better. You are caterpillars. You are the caterpillar bandits. Um, Okay. Oh, these are nice. Uh, The lads. uh, Okay. Past a few teams there. That's okay. Uh, The lads. Underdoggy style team from Underdogs Athletics. Mitch McClune is Gary Pierce's boyfriend. Ethan Helbig, former games athlete. Raft Durand. If if it, if Underdogs ever does put a team together, you could see some of these names potentially on it. Um, Which one's her boyfriend? Which one's Gary Pierce's boyfriend? Mitch, Mitch McClune. Oh, that's and a Ethan fucking Helbig. great name. That's a uh, 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 Bart Simpson, uh, the Simpsons character, isn't it? Mitch yeah. McClune. Oh. I, I, I don't watch the Simpsons. I don't. Ethan Helbig is the guy who did 100 cows in the assault bike in one minute. Um, oh, shit. They're engaged. I thought wait, there might be. Wait, who did 100 cows on the assault bike? Which guy? Ethan Helbig. Oh, that's Remember, right. We, we, yeah, we watched that. Uh, he, sent, he, sent the video, he sent the bike in the Zelos games, too, and then died horrifically. Um, did it on purpose, though. I, okay. <laughs> uh, Here's uh, Mitch McClune with Carrie Pierce. Uh, this is six weeks ago. I couldn't have asked for a better Thanksgiving. Thanks for making it super special, Mitch. I can't wait for the future with you. Oh, and the ring. Yes, it's perfect. He's an oh, Air Force cool. guy, too. He is? Yeah. Do you know good him? people. Very good people. No, I've talked to them in my DMs, though. It's pretty cool. Uh Oh, well, okay. Oh, yeah, we've been to his account before. That's some sort of space capsule he's working on. Holy shit. Yeah. Standing like, in front of the NASA's wow. Okay. I expected her to, to marry smart. Standing in front of NASA's Orion capsule we launched on the Delta IV rocket in 2015. All right. It's an old school uniform. They've updated it with a rainbow <laughs> patch. Yeah, yeah. Rainbows. I think the next team on here is Team Mexico. You guys may recognize uh Mora and Goldbaum from 
the Mac and Syndicate, respectively. Very strong, but also pretty talented when they put in a situation like some of these workouts we'll have where one guy can go do something really fast and tag out a teammate. So I think they can have uh, some pretty exciting performances. They should be a very fun team to watch. Obviously, there's a big um, you know, Latin community in Mexico. I think the fans will be behind this team and that they'll have some impressive performances this weekend. So not, not a top 10 contender, but should be a fun team, maybe in that second heat, getting some heat wins. Uh, so, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be exciting and fun to watch. Uh, will Luis go to the games this year? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be tough. I mean, he'll have to have, uh, he'll have to have changed his, his training. Like he basically is the guy type of guy who doesn't need to lift a barbell anymore, but he loves lifting a barbell. So I don't know if he'll want to give that up to pursue the games or not. Uh, that guy, um, Luis Oscar Mora, if you guys don't remember, when he was competing at the semifinals, what there was, what was the lift where they had to do the, the complex? What yeah, was three, that? three cleans, two front squats, one jerk or shoulder overhead. That guy opened, what did he open with? Like 315 <laughs> or something? Yeah, he probably yeah, he failed what? his first, his first one. He actually may have been able to win, to have the record on that event worldwide if he'd had a little bit better strategy going into it. This is one of those guys that with his shirt on, you can tell you're looking at something freakish. He has some, his He's body massive. is freakish after every event he would go find a trash can and throw up it was hilarious to watch honestly wow dude i'm not uh, did this massive dude just hurled over a trash can just vomiting his guts out after every event of semifinals i'm just i'm just curious did hiller pick his this team in the draft last night i can't remember i can check though this guy's shoulder lats and tits are huge he's a bowling ball yeah he is a, he's a freak. Okay. Uh, anything else we want to uh, talk about here? LSKD team. So Johan Van Zyl, that's Catlin's uh, husband. A couple games uh, experiences under his belt. I don't know the other guys quite as well. Um, so just kind of put them here in the middle. And then the team above them, Omnia, uh, Jacob Schmidt and Cooper Weiss, top 10 at the games this past year. Really impressive after a not-so-impressive 2020 one relative to I know their own expectations. I've had a chance to talk to those guys. Um, I don't know the third teammate very well, so that's a little bit of unknown. But the other two guys are pretty good and can and they're like uh, they're but they're generalists. They're going to be good at most things, not exceptional at any one thing. All right, uh, we're breaking past into the top twenty now. Oh, that's a doozy! Here, uh, team two four seven team training program, Brian. Uh, yeah. So starting. No, 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 no. I need you to read that for me. Uh, number oh, 18. Jai Ledois. Uh, Jai Ledois. That's what I was going to say. And, uh, the lads. Uh, oh, with Sam Stewart. He's been on the show. Good guy. Yeah. Sam Stewart, Jamie Heaton, Michael Smith, along with PD Savage. Those are pretty much the top four guys in Ireland. So three of them competing here together on a team. They did pretty well in the qualifiers. Um, I think they'll have some decent performances, but we'll be, I think it'll be tough for them to do much better than this. Those are the top three guys in um... PD Savage. Those would be the top four. Those four guys. Wow. Okay. Uh, has anyone? How, how many people does Ireland send? Has Ireland? Is he the only guy from Ireland to make it to the game? Sam Stewart. I think so. I believe so. Well, this this guy, uh, Frederick uh, Dubay, uh, has he been on the show? Is he the guy Frederick with the big Dubé. fro, the young kid, the nineteen year old kid? Who yeah. am I thinking? Luke De Jong. Oh, oh, yeah. From, okay. Luke De Jong's from Oceania. Frederick Dubé. Bay, I believe, is the one of, is the guy from Pro in Montreal. Okay, all right. 
Uh, and uh, anything else in this uh, 16 through 19? <clears throat> Team 247, uh, Nick Thomas, I mentioned last night as a guy to maybe watch. He got injured after having a good first day at the MAC this past semifinals. Um, and Mitch Wagner, Lala Torres, these guys, I, like for that workout we were talking about, the handstand push-up pistol chest to bar, watch out for him on a workout like that. Uh, maybe struggle on the machines type stuff, but uh, they can have they could have like a couple top top 10 finishes uh, offset by some, some lower ones. But that's what you're going to see in this middle range. Some teams that will have some highs and some lows and some other teams that will just kind of be, you know, 15 to 25 on every workout. All right. Uh, team 247. Uh, 15, 14, 13, and 12. Update uh, okay. to the Daddy's Angels there. Just as of this morning, I found out about this. So Christian Harris and Will Carter are the guys from Move Fast Lift Heavy. They had Blaine McConnell on their roster. They're changed to David Bradley. David Bradley was second place in the teenage division the year that Nate Ackerman won it. Wow. He's, you know, trying to make that transition into the individual uh, elite field, just like Nate is. I think this actually is a great opportunity for him to go, you know, it's a, not a super stressful environment to go out there and get your competition legs. There's still going to be plenty of chances as we talked about to show what you can do as an individual on a part of your team. He's going to get do it with some guys that have been around for a long time and know how to work on a team very well. I haven't seen a lot, you know, uh, I don't know, know too much about Blaine McConnell, except he's super strong, like really strong. And so I think that maybe they take a little bit of a hit on the lifting event, but on everything else, I think Bradley's just as good or better. So might've even bumped this team up one or two if I knew he was on their team. Uh, Hiller, Liver King, and Nicholas Joyal would have been a good team. I agree. That would have been fun. Um, we think we think alike lampshade. Uh, okay. Uh, the three winners. at the California Hormones games. Absolutely. Uh, the three wizards. Samsonov and Muscarella's team took fourth place at Wadapalooza last year. And that's what I was talking about, where a team can come through the qualifier and do very, very well. It was one of those things where as the competition went on, I was like, they're going to struggle here. They're going to struggle here. They're going to finally drop. And they never did. They just kept doing great. CJ Gerald's uh, replacing the third guy that was on their team last year. But again, similarly to what you said, what we were talking about with um, Emma McQuaid, like you've just inserted... 30 games athletes into this field that or maybe 20 in the case of the men that weren't there last year. And so even a, a top five team from last year is going to move down, you know, seven to 10 spots this year. Was Tyler Eggerman the, the third guy on that team? Yeah, I think so it's, I, that's a pretty, that's a decent drop off on that. Cause Tyler Eggerman, yeah. I, I think would be the best out of those three guys. Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, he had a really good 2021 and then he was really underwhelming last year in 2022. In fact, he cost me a, fantasy launcher oh, leaderboard. So that's, that's why you're down on him. Yeah. That, that's the that. guy that's the guy that CJ's replacing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So uh in 2021 Tyler had a great season and definitely contributed to their success. So CJ will need to step up to fill those shoes for sure. Uh, but e even with Tyler, I think that they would have moved back quite a bit in this field. Uh just so, go ahead John. No, I I, I agree with that with the, uh, what he said. Uh, just so you know, the ability for us to send people to Wadapalooza this year to get coverage for you guys was uh, money that was given to us by California Hormones. If you go to cahormones.com, uh, they have been, uh, along with Paper Street Coffee, our most loyal sponsor. Every time we ask them for anything, they always do it. They give us $1,000 for shirts and a bunch of money for airfare and hotel. Uh, you can go to their website, cahormones.com. 
and you can put in the code word Sevon and you will get a, a free doctor's consultation. And if you're in the California area by their headquarters, you can also get your blood work done for free. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, DM me or reach out to Andrew Hiller. Uh, Hiller has a video that uh, comes out every week called Testosterone Tuesday. And you can um, figure out if that's the path you want to take. Alex Smith, Ben Smith, and Dane Smith. This one kind of hurt me. Uh, because uh, you, you want to put them higher because you like them? Yeah. Like, I mean, you just hear those guys. They're, they're staples in the CrossFit world, uh, the Smith brothers are. And it's just – they're just not better than the other people. And it's just – it doesn't seem right, but this is where they should be. Uh, here's the thing. Here's why they're the best sponsors. And, 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 and Well, I wouldn't say they're the only sponsors, but here's why they're the best sponsors. Because every time I've asked Gabe or California Hormones for something, they've always said yes. And not only that, they periodically they'll call me and be like, hey, we want to give away an L1. Hey, we want to give away an assault bike. So last year at the games, Gabe said, hey, I'm going to buy an assault bike and you can give it away under your banner, the Sevon Podcast. That's crazy for him just to do that. He, he made cups this year, uh, CEO cups that he's going to have at Owatapalooza. He made a booth. That's supposed to be the Paper Street Coffee booth. If you ask me, it looks more like the Sevon Podcast booth. So that's why. California Hormones, anytime I ask them for anything, they say yes. And so it's – it's uh, and these are both organic listeners. These are people who listen to the show, who gave money to the show because they want to support the show. And so, uh, yeah, they're the, they're the best. They're, they're not here just to um, – pedal their wares they were listeners i haven't I mean, you guys all know the story i didn't even i didn't even drink paper street coffee and gabe's like i don't care i mean of course now i do okay no i don't always say yes that's not true mr walters that is definitely not true i mostly say no or go fuck yourself team uh so so it hurts you uh uh mr young it hurts you brian does it hurt you you rank them higher than they deserve to be because you love uh, Ben, Alec, and Dane. You got a little old school in you. Uh oh, oh, you're muted. I try. I try my best to never do that, but uh, yeah, I think John and I are you know, pretty much on the same page here. Where somewhere just outside the top ten, possibly getting sneaking into you know ninth or tenth by the end of the weekend is about as good as they can do. Uh, will Ben be frustrated? No, I think he'll be happy to be out there competing with his brothers. Okay. Uh, and, uh, this other team, I, I don't know if you mentioned it already cause I spun off into my own world. Uh, this team with, uh, Moritz and, uh, uh Fabian, uh, Fabian will have a little bit taken off of him, correct? Because he's going individual also. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, we're going to get into a conversation about that here with the top teams for sure. How big of an effect the individual competition will have on the competitors of which there are 11, including him that are doing also the team competition for the men is, uh, is an unknown. I do think that it will play a role. How big of a role we'll see. This was a team that was put together last minute. Moritz was supposed to be competing with Enrico Zanoni and Yorgos Katervis. They were both unable to make it. And what so happened? What happened? I think that's, so been reported on Caravis at, at least that he had some kind of uh, injury and I believe so this no, is rehabbing a peck yeah he's rehabbing a peck tear okay so Moritz was scrambling he's the guy that I had uh, mentioned to Spencer that to consider they'd already been pursuing Hepner but he had like they had liked the idea Moritz is a very very likable guy um, I know he'd also 
talked to uh, Hopper and Sprague, but they'd already talked to Pepper. So he was just like one step behind on these. And then uh, Fabian was willing to do it, but they needed another athlete from those 60 that I told you about. And Tristan Leclerc, they were able to find he was on Pro One Montreal's team this past year. And so they qualify and are a late addition to the field. You won't see that team on my Instagram post because I didn't know about them at that time. But I mentioned a couple hours later just to slot them into 12th, John Adam 13th. And so here we are. And, and we're still expecting more changes, right? Probably. Okay. But both individual and team, anything's possible. Hopefully min- minimal, but yeah, it's possible. Why hopefully minimal? It's cool. Change that shit up. Because of all the work that we've done to prepare for already that we have to go back and do more work after. No. Nah, it's exciting. It gives us shit to talk about. Uh, did you know Lazar just win European comp man couples? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and Karen Frey just dominated everyone over there. Branislav Lenkovic's team got second. Jonas Mueller and Nicole here got third. Um, but it was like just a showcase for him and Karen, basically. Easy payday. Renata. Yeah, 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 yeah. From Brian Friend. Okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Renata. I, by the way, I appreciate it. Um, shall we go up? Oh, we're getting into the top 10, and we have, we're looking good for time. I love this. <clears throat> Uh, there he is again on Yola Kai. Like I mentioned, he'll be on the show today at 5 p.m. Uh, training culture above them, the Panchik brothers. Uh oh, why are the Panchik brothers so low? Yeah, Brian. Well, you know, so I've got the uh, training culture team three spots higher than John, they were the top team out of the qualifiers. People are probably more familiar with Daniel at this point because of the offseason he's had, second place in Madrid, which is how he qualified for the individual, and then. This uh, at Dubai, he was in the top 10. Alex and Pablo were on that training culture team. They did really, really well at semifinals, not as well at the games as I as expected their team to do. I think this kind of competition suits them well. Um, they'll have maybe one pretty bad workout, but most of the workouts, I think they'll be 10 to 15 and hover around the top 10 come to the end of the weekend. Uh, Panchik Brothers and Hepner to me, is just a giant qu- question mark. I mean... Uh, it seems like Scott is is pretty much back to himself, but Hepner hasn't been training for this sort of thing specifically. They're definitely going to have fun. They'll definitely do some impressive things, but I think six is a reach for them. See, anytime I hear the name Panchik and Hepner fits in this boat as well, I just think sixth place. <laughs> Fair. I understand. I get it. I get the, I get the joke, and not joke. I get it. Somehow – that's what they will end up as. Like usually, if sometimes I think they're better than sixth place. They'll end up in sixth place, and sometimes I think they're worse than that, and they still end up in sixth place. So, uh, that's what I thought when I was reading Brian's IG last night. You uh, will never get them back on the show now. <laughs> I anything that Brian's that comes out of Brian's Brian's mouth, I will take one hundred percent of responsibility for and back him up. If someone doesn't want to come on the show because that, then. So be it. Uh, what's James Newberry doing here? Doesn't didn't he just like retire and wear speedos and like he's like, just living tri- life triathlons? Like what's he doing on here with Yannikowski uh, and Nick Matthews? <clears throat> Having fun and his company Labois, you know, sponsoring this team. Um, Yona and Nick are both doing the individual division. I could have seen this. I, I think this team could have even been a couple spots higher. I think they actually complement each other very well. Uh, you know, but James, similarly to Jacob Hepner, is not necessarily competing for high-level CrossFit competitions anymore. So this is more of a fun team than a trying to win. I mean, they'll still be competitive. James Newbury is still very competitive. Um, but I think that compared to the teams ahead of them, uh, it's going to be tough. 
So this is the this is his company, Le Boys. He and Con Porter, yeah. Oh, so Le Boys is like the boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Con ditched his team for a better team then. <laughs> what do they sell? What what's their they sell uh Speedos. Un- oh speedos. <laughs> Oh God! Could you what? imagine? <laughs> hey, is that Tanner Shuck in the middle? Like, <laughs> I mean, I I thought it was an OnlyFans account. I thought that was Tanner Shuck in the middle there. It's not. Wow! Can you imagine the DMs these guys get? Holy cow! Okay, I guess you can ride a motorcycle without a helmet in Australia. That's cool. Freedom. <clears throat> Wow, holy cow, look at this. All right. Uh if to to get any of your uh this these guys should be a sponsor of this show. Are you kidding me? This is the perfect fit. <laughs> not I would that. lose 20 pounds and wear one of those for a small fee. <laughs> I'm not eat what are you laughing at, Caleb? I don't think you have 20 pounds to lose. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> I have body dysmorphia. Don't fuck it up for me. Uh, That's a really (laughs) weird page. Well, you're just not in the Speedos. Uh, Hiller's wearing a Speedo and a headband for the gauntlet. Bullshit. He will not do it. Okay. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Training culture team. We talked about that. Panchik Brothers talked about the boys. Invictus Tiny Dancers with uh, Joshua Alchama, Jorge Fernandez, and Sam Dancer. Uh, let me ask you something hard, Brian. Who is Sam Dancer the weak link on this team, or no? Mm, I think it's pretty well balanced team. If um, if they were all competing in the individual competition, man, it would be tough to to say who I would have ranked higher necessarily. I think this is a good team, uh, and I think is probably the first team uh, like that we're going up here that I think does have an outside chance for the podium. Uh, by the way, anyone, if there's any agents out there who uh, need models, uh, that Joshua Alchama guy is like a, a model in the making. I mean, Jorge's not bad himself, but someone should grab those dudes. Start him an OnlyFans page. Uh, it, why Why so low? Uh, these two guys, uh, Joshua and Jorge, have a lot of uh, team competition experience together. Isn't that experience going to um, count for a lot there? I know it definitely could. And that's why I'm saying like, this is to me as like the back end of what I would call like tier two of these teams. And they, you know, they certainly could finish, uh, I think it's maybe like fourth or fifth, I would say is maybe the ceiling for them, but yeah, they, they could be better than this for sure. It's just when you see the teams ahead, see the caliber of individual athletes. And you think about what John was talking about when you put the games, the fitter athletes out there together, we haven't seen these guys at the games. A lot of the other ones we have, and we know how good they can be. This competition does have a lot of opportunity for one person to go and do their thing on their own. And I think that their that uh, elite level fitness that some of these other teams has as individuals will transfer to success uh, in Guadalupe this year. Look at how much experience some of those teams have. Go ahead, John. I think this team in particular will have a roller coaster experience. Who tiny dancers? Tiny dancers. Yeah, I think they'll have events that they'll absolutely crush, and then I think they'll have events where they finish fifteenth, and then this is where they'll end up. Like they could be fifth, fifth or tenth, anywhere in between that ranking. Uh, Kenneth Delap, a missed opportunity. They should have named their team uh, Meat Mountain. I agree. 
Neat Mountain would have been good for uh, Joshua, Jorge, and Sam. Yeah, that's going to be a fun team to watch. All righty. Oh, we're doing so good for time, Brian. You're so proud of me, aren't 20 you? 20 minutes, yep. Uh, King BK and friends, good dudes. I don't know if you guys can use that a trademark issue. Team Gowad and Zeus and the dogs. Wow, look at Ricky. Uh, Ricky, Tim Paulson, Matt DeLugos. What is, uh, what's, uh, what's going on there? Yeah, why do you hate Ricky Garrard? Yeah. <laughs> I picked him to win the individual competition. Uh, nothing. No, no problem with this team at all. It's just a very competitive at the top. Um, and I know, and DeLugos surprised me last year, how well he actually did fit in with Khan and Newberry and their team did, did extremely well. Um, I think this is a great team. I just think there's some teams that are slightly better. I, I want to ask you this question that Jay Crouch, Roman Krennikov, Willie, uh, George's team. <clears throat> I was watching a vi- uh, interview, um, just kind of a, a vlog yesterday with Jay Crouch and he was talking about, wow, the games athletes are really, really good. And it was, it was post uh, CrossFit games this year. Nice, nice. There's a uh, Roman Krennikov and his newborn. Congratulations, Roman. Um, Jay Crouch was talking in the video. It seemed like he was shocked, maybe too strong, but he was like, Holy shit. Like I thought I was good. It's, it's on another level at the games. The guys there are so freaking good. When he goes on a team with someone like Roman, who is superhuman, does he glean stuff off of Roman and learn, or does it fuck with his head going forward? Like, oh shit! Like he's gonna stand next to arguably the the, the two thousand, uh, you know, very easily to argue the two thousand twenty three CrossFit Games champ for an entire uh, two days. Is that good for him, or could that get in his head and be like, fuck, I'll never be like this? I think it's good for Jay, but for the team dynamic, I mean, I think uh, I think. Roman's too fit to be with these two. And that sounds bad. Yeah, that's kind of but, my concern. That's kind of my uh, concern that it's going to yeah, fuck but you with Jay. Jay's that, so you young, though. You say that about Rich every year he competes at the games, and so, and that never seems to matter. Instead, all the other guys raise their game, and I think that's what you'll get Okay. There. Okay. So those are the two options, right, John? It's either going to fuck with them or it's gonna they're going to raise yeah. their game. I think Jay Crouch... Rich doesn't the, speak a different language than that. <clears throat> there, is a, there is a potential for a communication barrier here and i'd say that would be the biggest problem and some of these events do require a lot of uh, strategy communication and maybe the adaptability on the fly so that could be an issue but um you know roman has been spending a lot more time around people who speak english i'm sure that he's getting better at at least being able to have small uh meaningful communications one and two word phrases Jay Crouch is, I would consider him meek in a, as a personality off the competition floor, but I think even he undersells what he's capable of when, when he's forced into action. And I think he'll rise to the occasion. I think they'll do very well. Yeah. I, I, I'm really, I want to see Jay's an awesome dude. Awesome. Awesome dude. I really want to see him, uh, go to the next level. <clears throat> the other thing about this team, and I know it hasn't uh, been announced yet, but the final workout, I think that is going to be really good workout for them. For the for those three, yeah. So I think they can have a good chance to like move up a few spots with a maybe a win or a top three finish on the at the end of the competition. Dallin Pepper, James Sprague, Jason Hopper, amazing team. But Dallin came in last minute. Is Dallin ready uh, to uh, put his body to this? You know, take his body to this place. James and Jason will be coming in fresh. Dallin will be coming off of the individual competition, and I mean, Dallin's is going to. I think he's going to be fight. He was fifth last year. I think he's going to be 
believing that he he wants to fight for a podium spot. So his ability to rebound from that competition will probably influence how well this team can do. John's got him third. They certainly could do that. Um, I think James and Jason, are, we're going to see very impressive versions of both of those guys in this competition. It's just that to get into the top three, there's, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second, but there's some big dogs that you have to go through. Okay. So Dallin was already doing individual, which makes my question moot. Uh, what, when he decided to go team. So he was prepping for individual already. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. My bad. Poor question. Uh, any thoughts on that team, Mr. Young, Dallin, James and Jason. Oh, I think they're going to make some noise. I think they, uh, uh, I mean, I have them as a podium finisher. I mean, I don't think they can beat the top two teams, but um, I mean, I just think James and Jason uh, will be able to carry Dallin if he's tired. Like the stuff that Dallin does well, they both do the, the same stuff well. John, let's, have a, let's play a game. Who's going to do the uh, handstand push-ups? Hopper. Who's going to do the pistols? Okay, they got one workout where it's like not going to be the yeah, greatest. Yeah, but that, but but that one that workout, workout. But the problem is that that one workout is really good for a lot of the online qualifier teams. And if 10 of those teams beat them on this, they're immediately outside of the podium contention. 10 teams will not beat them at that. I think that 15 teams beat them on that workout. I think they get eighth. Wow. Uh, Brian just said something pretty crazy. Is that math true? Brian is saying that if you fall out of the top 10 on any workout, you're, you're no longer in uh, podium contention. That's how good this field is, I think. I mean, Are that's there... representative of a typical field, wouldn't you say? Oh. Yeah. The, prop, with this, the thing I'm saying for this team, I think all of the teams do have the chance to have a bad workout. Uh, and and this team's case, the workout I think they're going to do worse on, they're going to do a lot worse on relative to the field because the field, and I'm by the field I mean – 11 through 43 is going to be better at that workout than the workouts the other teams will struggle with. I mean, that's fair, but we've never let Laura Horvath having one bad event ever stop her from being on a podium or anything like that. And she's always got that coming. And I think like the teams okay, you are very, look, no, you very can look at the games. You can look at the games this year and see that that's not the case. Her worst workout was so much worse than males. And that was the difference between second and third. Yeah, but not third and fifth. I'm, I'm saying like she's still going to be better. I don't have him second. There's a reason I have him third. And there's a reason I have him fifth. Okay. And it's that workout. Uh, who's going to do the um, handstand push-ups for the uh, King BK and friends? Uh, Tola, uh, Bjorgvin, Carl Goodmanson, and Com Porter. BKG. I'm assuming you have them a lot lower because of Khan's recent injury announcement that he made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd I'd submitted these before uh, I knew about that. I think that that if Khan is actually has a back injury, a they might replace him on the team, or b if they do compete with him, that ninth is more appropriate than fourth. Given that, if they were healthy coming in, I think this team is definitely a threat for the podium. But what you just said, what you just said, with taking that into perspective, that would make the good to the good dudes team fourth for you, and I have them third, and that's not. I mean. Right. It's almost the same spot. Right. Um, I think they'll negate the 42s workout on the 5K run alone. 100% JR. Right. But the, te- but the teams that they're going to be battling with for the podium are not going to do as badly on the 5K run as they will do on the gymnastics workout. Uh, what, what's his injury? What's Khan's injury? 
he put a post up on Instagram uh, yesterday or the day before just saying that he had, his back had been bothering him and limiting his training. Right, and, and he's been talking about retiring too, right? 10 minutes. Talking about retiring too, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Answer uh, me. Hey, Brian, does Tola have to run in that event? On the 5K? Yeah. Everyone will Everyone will have to do some running, yeah. Well, him running alone puts King BK and friends out of fourth. <laughs> All righty. Uh, I do think that that team, Zeus and Dogs, Ricky, Tim, and Matt DeLugos also will have uh, some pretty amazing chemistry the same way Dallin, James, and Jason will. I think that those guys, I think Ricky will, uh, and Tim and Matt uh, will be really fired up and be able to push through some really uh, dark spots. Uh, Tim Paulson is a very fiery. Uh, Ricky is super mellow. And Matt's right in the middle. And th- that's going to be a cool team to watch, too. Those guys are going to get at it. Okay. Uh, f- top three. Top four. Top three. And this is where it matters who uh, who competed in individual or not. Because I think he would have the same first place team had they not been individual. Am I wrong or right in assuming that, Brian? <clears throat> I didn't understand that. What What's John saying? John is saying that if there was no individual competition preceding it, he thinks I would pick the Canadian PB&J to win as he did, and he's right. That team, I think, on paper, is the fittest. If you're gonna, you know, if you just want to look at these three teams alone, I think it's fair to say that Adler, Vellner, <sighs> Rich, if he's healthy, are, are top ten in the world. That Cornwallie, Fukowski, Olson. Mayer and probably Chandler are next 10 in the world. So you're looking at, and then Tyler Christoffel is probably the weakest of these, of this entire group of athletes, but he, even though he hasn't made the games is probably one of the top 40 fittest in the world. So you have an incredible, you know, grouping of athletes here. I think that as three individuals, Vellner, Fikowski and Adler are probably the best, but I think that Vellner and Fikowski are going to be selling their souls on, on uh, Friday to try to podium or win that competition and that it's going to be very difficult for them both to rebound and have what it takes to go toe-to-toe with two teams who are coming in completely fresh. Oh, God, if we can interview Vellner on uh, Friday night, that would be amazing. He will be so articulate in his expression of of how he feels in his body and what the next day is going to look like. Even though, we both, even though we both picked them second, I think that the safe pick here is the Mayor Olsen-Smith to win. Um I mean, they won it last year, and I know that this field is a lot better, but those guys are so good. They're so, they complement each other so well. They have incredible chemistry. They're not focused on anything else. They're going to do a specific training program for a couple of days leading into it. They're already down there. That's, I think that it's fair to say they're the favorites, even though neither one of us picked them. Who, who, who's going individual here out of this list? Is it just, is it just Vellner? Uh, Fakowski. And Adler? No. Not Adler. Adler's fresh. No okay. one else on these top four in the fifth place or one down. Dallin Pepper is, and then. Um, but that's it here. The only people going individual in this current <clears throat> this page right here. These these uh, top four are uh, Patrick Vellner and Fikowski. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. And then the the team is below that. Dallin Pepper is. Roman Krennikov is. Ricky Garrard is. The Invictus guys are not. Nick Matthew and Yonikowski are. So. You know, it's about a third of the top eight teams uh, that are doing it. 
God, I, I would have liked to have seen uh, you guys rank these athletes uh, in order of just fittest if they did just a competition on their own. These 12 guys, that'd be cool. Who who's who who wins in a competition, Tola or Tyler Christopher? Tyler Christopher. Easy. I agree. It wouldn't be close. Okay. So what I'm hearing from you guys is it's really hard to be confident about these three picks. You guys are and don't confident. forget, we don't know how good Sam Cornway is. Like this guy could be top ten in the world, also. And he might be the and, and if Rich isn't at 100 percent he might be the best person on their team in this competition. So, Tyler Christopher has team experience. Like he is a very strong third person on this team. There, it's a much better team than they had last year, for sure. Um, what was the What was the team? The best last team. Year? It's the best team that Rich has ever competed on at Wadapalooza in terms of um, uh, just men. Last year, what did Mayhem finish fifth? I think they were fifth last year, and I think it was uh, Luke Parker and Angelo Dechico. <sighs> Uh, I th- I think I've heard Rich say that Samuel is the best male team athlete he's ever competed with. Well, just looking at well, that's that's ever. a big statement because and he in twenty twenty in twenty twenty they won with Scott Panchik. Obviously, he's won the games multiple times. They won a Wadapalooza with Scott Panchik. There was no team competition that year. They probably would have won. He's won obviously with James Hobart at the games. <clears throat> but the uh, but uh, yeah, he's at, at Wadapalooza. His teammates in the past have been angelo and luke scott when there was teams of four dre strom when there was teams of four with women and then if you go back beyond that matt hewitt and james hobart back in 2016 where they tied for fourth so this is a strong team that he's coming in with in terms of uh, especially just men and i guess some people i guess he might have said that he doesn't think they're gonna win uh but i don't see any reason why they can't i mean look i'm just looking at all the workouts and i'm like they're gonna be pretty solid across the board and we've already talked how, about how several of these other top contending teams are clearly going to have one workout that's going to set them back i think that they may not win any single event but they might have the most consistent performances of anyone and you're Except not in the pantship team because they'll get sixth place in every event <laughs> no but you think about this these guys they can run they can swim they're none of them are super tall or super short they're good on you know burpees and snatches they're good on <laughs> rowing and and wall balls like they're just good at everything uh you wouldn't be surprised if any of these teams took the top three is what you're saying mayhem the boys and the canadian pb and j put them in any order you want it's fair yeah i wouldn't I I, no I mean, I, yeah no, i would agree with that too i think he's selling um hopper's team short but uh well, I, would, it, look, I would agree with that if you just slot hopper's team up one considering that Khan doesn't seem to be coming in healthy. Um, yeah, that's the team that I would say has the biggest chance to up. The Hoppers team is the one I say has the biggest chance to upset the podium. Uh, but those, to, in, in my mind, those are the top three teams. Brian, where are you going at 9 a.m. today? I have a meeting a meeting for Bar Bend. Oh. All right. Is it exactly at 9? Okay. Uh, any closing words, uh, John, that you'd like to say about this? I'm just excited to uh, watch it. Watch it. I really, really am happy that they have team and individual at different days because it makes each competition the center of attention. So it's much, much better for viewing, I think. Uh, Brian? I think that's well said. You won't be distracted by one or the other. You get two days to focus in on the individuals and really enjoy the 
entirety of that competition, and then we'll shift the focus to the teams. Um, there's going to be a lot going on out there. It's like my main objective on the weekend being down there is to hopefully do my best to help the broadcast uh, portray all of the incredible performances that are going on uh, with individual and then team competitions. I am you know, holding out an opinion about how good of an idea I think this is from Wadapalooza, but so far all the signs are really positive. Uh, this is better than watching porn. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever uh, said to me. And uh, I think I, I could be huge kudos to Wadapalooza for doing this format. I'm, I've never seen this before. Uh, I think it's going to be great from the viewer's experience. It's going to let uh, keeping the teams and the individuals separate like this is going to let us switch mindsets. It's going to let us really focus on the individuals and then drop all those guys out of our brain and then really focus on the teams, allowing both uh, groups, allowing the athletes to compete. Uh, both is, is amazing. Uh, it's, the fans are rewarded heavily for that. Uh, the fact that they let people come in last minute, if they have the pedigree and the background and the experience to be there also wonderful. Uh, and, and, Finally, and most of all, thank you to Wadapalooza for giving us uh, such great access. So I'm pumped. I, I I am more pumped for this than I than I have been for any game since I um, have done the behind the scenes. This is the most pumped I've been for any event, uh, maybe. Uh, I guess Rogue is really nice too for the fact that they have such so few athletes. So that's always really fun too, uh, because you can really uh, get a little myopic on them. But uh, I'm I'm pumped about this. Well said. Bo- Caleb? No, Caleb doesn't get to say anything. 